Into the Apex Podcast is going on the road. Giving you the energy of motorsport from the source. We'll be trackside for the GT World Challenge, IMSA, and the NTT IndyCar Series. At Mid-Ohio, VIR, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Petit Le Mans, and the historic 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Good now, good now. Visit IntoTheApex.com for the latest dates and locations. the Into the Apex podcast, coming to you on location from the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course for the NTT IndyCar Series. Oh, and it's the Into the Apex podcast with uh, Bradley and Tyler at Mid-Ohio. Uh, and it's Bradley's first time here. I'm back again, and we are at the line. We're at the, uh, at the end of the long straight uh, going into the hills, and the Indy Lights are about to take the green flag here. Uh, we're right here. You're about to hear it. Indy Lights at Mid-Ohio for the IndyCar Weekend. Yeah, this will be my first time at this track and uh, also my first time watching IndyCar. Tyler's first time watching Indy Road, so I think yeah. it's going to be a whole new thing. Um, yeah, these Indy Lights, uh, honestly, I don't know a ton about the feeder series in IndyCar. Um, we know what's on iRacing, but the Indy Lights are not there, and uh, they look a lot like Formula One cars. I mean, if you just take here a quick go. Glance, Here they go. Oh man, yeah, those things are good. Yeah, they're much faster than the uh, the uh, Indy Li- or the the Pro and the uh, what are the other ones? Got a <laughs> USF right 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indy Pro, well, USF something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, as well learned on it as I should be. Right. Uh, but they have the halo, as you were trying to say. Yeah, and they look more like the Formula One style car, and they're kind of more. I don't know how to describe it. A little bit faster. Them. Yeah, they're they're better. They're more pretty. Yeah, they're more pretty looking cars. Now we got a treat. Ones. We did get a treat. So this is the Honda Indy 200 here, and uh, we went to the hospitality area, and uh, Honda has the Red Bull Honda Formula One car of Max Verstappen on display down there. Uh, we did not expect to see a Formula One car, and that was our first time seeing that in person. No, I tried to tell you that was a. Uh, Indy yeah, White car. what an idiot. And then you got close to it and pointed out, well, it's a Red Bull, and it's also got his name on it. But I couldn't believe it because on TV they look much bigger than in person, just one of the ones. It's very interesting to see it up close like that. I, it definitely was, was different from what I expected, um, but very impressive. I'm now, I'm now resolved to go to Coda. Yeah, this year, in addition to the million of... Not this year. Ad, how many races have you been to this year? <laughs> Here we go, lap two. Close battle for the lead in the Indy Lights. This is the, I don't, I mean, our opinions differ. Um, walking down here to the braking zone after the long straight, I think this is the most fun place to watch. 
but in my opinion, when you're at a road course, uh, so Bradley and I were about to debate it here right at the track side. I mean, there's more space out here. Everyone's crowded up on the hill next to the scoring pylon. Everybody goes, on, at mid-Ohio, everybody goes to the uh, the hill here. It's a very slow sector, but you've got elevation changes. You've got passing zones. Uh, but I'll say what I said before. I think what I said to you on the phone when I was at mid-Ohio for IMSA, which is my, my big thing when I'm at a track like this, I want to see these cars at, at peak speed wherever I'm at. Well, that's my goal. And kind of where we are at the exit of one under the bridge, that's just a corner. I mean, you're going to get incidents there, but peak speed is right here on the straight. I mean, they're coming into yeah, the deep Yeah, but you only zone. can – I also – well, it's a mix of that and maximizing what you can see. And right where we are right now, we're at the end of the long straight going into the hills at Mid-Ohio. If you're on iRacing, you know that. You know this track. Um, it's the fastest area, and it's a good passing zone. Uh, but you can only see this little sliver of the, of the track, and that's it. So my preferred spot. Uh, is at Mid-Ohio, lap two. There we go. Yeah, I like these cars quite a bit. Yeah. These things are good. Yeah, I like these. Um, my preferred spot at Mid-Ohio is turn one on the hill because you can see the fast, they, they just emerge from under the footbridge. You don't want to try somewhere new. Yeah, you can see them, you can see them pit out. You can see them try to thread the needle of pit out where there's a little bit of a curb plus some dirt. And every now and then they'll run into the dirt. Um, so it's a little exciting. Uh, so you can see them fly out there and get a lot of G-force through that corner. Uh, go up towards the keyhole. Come out of the keyhole. You really can't see them go up towards it, though. You, Once no, they come out of that corner, be, you, lose, you lose sight yeah, of everything. You have to be a little ways out on the hill to see the keyhole decently. But then, before you know it, you see them emerge through the long straight out of the keyhole. Yeah, but up here, like if say where everyone's crowded on the top of the hill, you can see going into, I would call it a carousel type of thing. But uh, yeah, well, that's like a not the car the carousel is the last turn. Oh yeah, you it's, know it's more than corkscrewy. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to call it that, you can also see the end here. I mean, if you're on the top of the hill, you could see most things. There's a reason why if you watch, look for the crowd of people gathered up, that's where the best place to watch is. I mean, in their opinion. Definitely a lot more close racing in this series yeah, a little than bit. Uh, in the, in the uh, Pro 2000 series. So that's the best place to watch in their opinion. And we'll walk. I'll have you walk over there and make a judgment. We'll yeah. make a determination before this is over. There's much less walking to do here than a VIR. Um, and way much less than Watkins Glen, I can attest to. Oh, I can imagine. Watkins uh, Glen is a much larger track with the booting. So when you're at Mid-Ohio, for anybody that wants to visit, and I recommend it, uh, where we are now, which is, uh, what would this be, turns five, six, something like that, the end of the long straight, uh, that's a place to sit, and turn one exit is a place to sit. There are other places, but I think this is pretty much the bulk of it. Uh, when you're at a major race, they have monitor screens in both spots, so you're not missing anything. I, I imagine the rest of the, there's a couple more viewing berms, uh, but I would imagine those aren't places to, to go. Yeah, well, I checked out, like, if you rent a golf cart, you can go all the way around the track on yeah. the path. And yeah, kinda, you could. You can kind of stop and look, but there doesn't look like, other than the kind of natural hill and arena they have here um, in these corners of mid-Ohio, it's really just going to stop and look. You're not going to camp out or hang out there. That's any road race. You're going to – you need to move around. If you, if you go to a road course and you don't move around a bit, you're just wasting your opportunity. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's made well, for. Yeah, we've said that before, and that's that goes for any of these tracks, any of these road courses. Now I can check off this mid-Ohio. We'll be at Road Atlanta in, in uh, uh, November. November. Yeah. So, I mean, we can, we can kind of express our opinions on that as we go. 
Yeah, I think Road Atlanta. I mean, that's going to be like uh, Watkins Glen, which I saw. I mean, all of these have some cool elevation changes. This track in particular really has, has the one part where elevation is interesting. Uh, but the elevation in road courses, that's, I mean, I would imagine a place like uh, Sebring, which is really flat. And I guess Daytona, too. I mean, we'll see what that's all about as far as flat. But I've, we've been to a lot of elevation change road courses, and I really enjoy seeing some of that. It's, yeah. a, it's a different aspect. You want to walk to those parts oh, yeah. and I mean, watch I, that. I, I, would, I cannot wait to go to the uphill S's at Road Atlanta. Oh, Road, I, I want Road to Atlanta has a lot of interesting sectors. The oh, final yeah. downhill and then turn, what, one uphill. Yeah, and then it's the not, downhill it, S's, yeah. And if you look at it, it's actually not that big of a track. I mean, in iRacing, we all know how fast you can get around that track. I mean, I would imagine it's not that hard to walk, but the uphill and downhill probably would make it hard. Got well, pulling for the Blundstone uh, <laughs> car here. I've got it myself a pair of Blundstones. You got to be kidding me! I didn't spot that. Yeah, I spotted it on pacing. I've got it. I've got me a pair of Blundstones. Fancy, my you fancy, shoes. you fancy son of a bitch. It's Australian. Uh, uh, Bradley, Bradley arrived to Ohio and had these Blundstone, Blundstone boots and yeah, said, I, boots. "I, I, uh, oiled them up myself." Yeah, you put some wax <laughs> on them. I didn't know um, they sponsored a team. One thing about this track is, uh, speaking of not too long, this one's not too big either. Uh, the faster the series, the faster the, the class of car, uh, the quicker you notice there, before you know it, you're seeing cars all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's not that, it's it's smaller, but the, the last little parts are a little slower because they're much more technical. Yeah. Watkins Glen, obviously, like I had said, that's quite quite large and there's a lot of downtime. And on a road course, downtime is what you're, is what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you, you're just going to see them when they go by. And then I'm, I would imagine at the Glen of six hours, there's so many cars on track, um, you're going to, there's going to be something to see. As they're spread out. I mean, you yeah. can clarify that for me because you were there. Yeah, Watkins Glen, when they do restarts and they start to spread out, uh, you'll have a lot of that. I mean, there's it depends on the size of the field. Multi-class racing, it'll spread out quite a bit. Uh, IndyCar, I mean, they have 20-some cars. It's going to be a large field in, in, in IndyCar. It's going to yeah. be a pretty nice-sized field. Yeah, um, I mean, I can I can expect the energy for that to go up because you know all the drivers. I mean, I don't follow yeah. it religiously, and I know the names. I know almost all of the names. Well, let's let's talk about one name, and I know Bradley uh, isn't going to offer any hot takes because I don't even know if he watches racing. Um, oh, but, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but uh, Joseph Newgarden is starting on the I pole. Actually, you're right. I don't know much about him. Do you know what happened to him the last couple at uh, Belle Isle and Road America? He had a wreck? No. Tire went out? He had a Did, he couldn't he had, start. He had a failure from leading almost the whole race at Road America and lost. I do it. remember that because Pattero Award won at Bell Isle, correct? Yes. Uh, well, they had two sprint races, but he. Let's put it this way: for anyone that's novice like Bradley, apparently to IndyCar, Joseph Newgarden should have really won two races in the last month or so, and he did not in an upset fashion. That's Road a shame. America was a massive upset. Uh, so you've got to pull for Joseph Newgarden at this race today, and he's starting on pole. Pinsky Racing hasn't won a single race this season. So he's starting on pole today. He's starting on pole today. So, so this could be his redemption. That's what it would be. If we watch, if you watch Joseph Newgarden win today, it is redemption. And he, I mean, he has been on point, and Pinsky hasn't won a race this whole season. Nothing. That's for unbelievable. Because we're not even. It's not the beginning of the season, really. Yeah, I mean, it's about halfway at this point, but. Uh, it's just, it's, I mean, he should have won, too. He should be well in, underway. But Alex Pelot's won some races. Uh, Aaron McLaren's been winning. Um, so you got Ganassi, McLaren. Um, Colton Herter's got uh, some stuff. Colton Herter's starting in second. Uh, he's been hot. Um, 
Felix Rosenquist is back in the era of McLaren. Uh, Renus VK is back after a bike injury and uh, broken something in his shoulder broke. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting. Uh, Santino Fer uh, Ferrucci is out here today, uh, and I can't at this moment recall which team he had a seat in. Maybe it was Andretti. But uh, well, I've got a I've got a question for you. We're going to take yeah. a bet here. Okay. I, I think we should walk around and, and poll people what they think <laughs> and uh, give a prize. Which lap do you think Jimmy Johnson's going to spin on? Yeah, Jimmy's starting near the back, and he's not had an amazing time. I just watched him, just watched him in the uh, Ally Cadillac. And uh, actually, Bradley, you pointed out to me, you gave me a little take. Uh, the Cadillac is actually slower than the IndyCar, so that was actually a little bit easier for me. Yeah, him. they were uh, six hours of the Glen. You were there, and I was watching, just happened to catch on TV. They were discussing Jimmy and uh, his skills at the road courses, and they mentioned, well, he should be better in the Allied DPI yeah. because uh, it's much slower, and things arrive. the corners arrive to you much slower in the DPI than the, the IndyCar. So it's more challenging to drive that. And I can attest, I've never driven the DPI because it's not on iRacing. <laughs> right. But to go from an LMP2 to the IndyCar, the LMP2 is a ton easier than yeah. the uh, IndyCar. The IndyCar, the for P me... The, the prototype. Yeah, for me, driving the IndyCar at any track, especially mid-Ohio, is probably one of the worst, is you go into the corner and I tend to lock up one of the front wheels and it just slides off the track. Yeah, the IndyCar is You go is in tough. too hot and one of the wheels locks up and it's not like that in these other road cars. The IndyCar is tough at mid-Ohio. Uh, we tried to pull some laps uh, on my, my rig uh, before this to get a sense of it and uh, I couldn't keep it going. I used maximum downforce. And I was spinning out. Uh, this is a tight, difficult track. I think we've mostly been on this track in GT cars. I think Indy Pro 2000s would be fun here if I had to had, yeah. to, had to imagine. Well, those, I think those cars are fun anywhere. They're those very are, fun. I've really enjoyed those cars uh, the brief time that we ran them on Oval. Yeah. we did. I've never driven it on the road course, but I, I can good. imagine it'd be fun. I mean, They're we not tried. super fast, and we just finished watching the Indy Pro 2000s just before this Indy Lights uh, support race, and they're not super fast. No, they're fun. They're fully open cockpit. They don't have any kind of uh, halo or screen uh, on those at this point. So Indy Lights and uh, and the Indy cars actually have it. And it's interesting how the Indy Lights have just the halo like F1. And uh, but I like the air screen. You're going to see it even more. You got to see a, a Firestone car uh, in the hospitality area earlier this morning. Uh, but the the, the air screen is just fine. No, yeah. no issues with it at all, and I, I think if it left at this point, I would almost want it to be back. I wouldn't want it to go anywhere. Yeah, I like the look of it, watching old replays of it without that. Um, it gives the car a little bit of character. It gives it kind of a very, very mild prototype vibe because that's basically yeah. what the prototype is. It just has an enclosed cockpit. Yeah, it's a little and larger. It's got bodywork on it that covers the wheels and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, as, as far as how low ground, down to the ground it is, downforce, kind of similar. Um, yeah, I, I, all of I, yeah, they're all very low. I'll admit to you, impressively low. Right, and if you're putting up the open wheel cars together, I mean, you're going to look at what is an Indy car versus a Formula One car. Um, having stood the next to next to both of them real life yeah, this, this morning, morning, obviously the Formula One car, at least the Red Bull with that paint scheme, that car takes the cake. That's beautiful. I would just say. Oh, that we're under a full course caution. I see. Yeah, I um, would say the Formula One car though is a much smaller than it appears in, in on TV. It is smaller and it's longer than I thought it was. I don't know about longer, but it looks smaller. It's longer than I thought it was. It looks almost exactly So we're getting like a real cars. good look at these Indy Pros under a full course caution right now. And uh, I like them. I like that. So I've never seen a Halo on track. Yeah. There's the Blundstone, Blundstone. car. You can see it. I didn't know Blundstone was in the motorsport. Are you going to reach out to him and try to get him to, to sponsor you? 
I don't know, but I'll become a fan. Are you going to wear Blundstone boots when you're at your rig? I could. If it was cool enough today, I'd wear it. What a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> what a jackass. I'm a, yeah. Have you, have you oiled your, boot, your boots today? So you get those boots, and, and what happens if you don't oil them? Uh, they'll dry up and crack up, and uh, they won't last as long. Like an old leather handbag? Yeah, like an old leather lady. An old, some, uh, a 70-year-old woman that's been smoking, yeah. chain smoking her whole life? Yeah, you need to oil that Face up. Face like an old leather handbag? You need to oil that up. So when Put you, some get, wax when you got the, uh, the oil, did you have to buy it separate, or is it blunt stone? No, you order, you order it, and then you put it on a rag, and you, you rub it in. You rub it into the boot. <laughs> <laughs> you rub it in. I'm surprised. If Actually, if I got a funny side story. Yeah, this go is, ahead. This is useless. We're under full course caution. Yeah. Um, so when you visited me in North Carolina for VIR, you came up, and I, I used an old glasses cloth to oil my boots with this wax that's really oily, meant to, to soak into leather. And you said, oh, my glasses are a little bit dirty. And you took that rag I had that's a glasses cloth, because you can't really tell, and you put that on your glasses and started wiping off the dust. And then you put them on. You said, "Oh shit, what what is this?" And I said, "That's the one I used to oil my boots." And then your glasses were covered in in uh, boot oil. Boot oil. <laughs> so I'm literally so almost a bootlicker there. Yeah, almost. That's uh, I'm. I was about to say. I was about to offer. I'm surprised if Blundstone is in the motorsports. Why don't they sponsor the official Blundstone boot of Watkins Glen? I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> it's that kind of thing. But yeah. they're they're an Australian company, so I imagine you would see them. Jesus in the Christ! Do you know where they're based? Yeah, that's from what, Tasmania. What, what in the hell? It's, it's on the car that was just drove by. Tasmania? Yeah, they're from Australia. I'll look at that again. How much did you go to the website? Did you I, read I, the Wikipedia? I review things. How do you know I all of this? Them. I review things. What's before their CEO's I name? Them. I don't know. What's their, I, I what's do know their that they don't. I do know they don't make them in Australia anymore. They make them in. Uh, so they're based in Australia, but you can't get them. Yeah, there. they make them in like Bosnia. How, or how useless is that? Yeah. So they're Bosnian, but they're based in Australia. I don't know where they're made. I don't really understand this, but if you're listening, Blundstone, we'd love to have you on our cars. We'll oh, sell yeah. out in a second. If you if you sponsor us, we'll. Get Here we go. It. We'll they're coming right. by again. Let's take a look at this. Tasmania. I mean, these cars. What look, am I looking for? They here? look exactly like Formula One. No, cars. they don't. Don't be stupid. Oh, come on. They're small F1 cars. They're maybe F2. They're a little shorter, but they look a lot like... Road, road to Indy. That's what they are. They don't have the DRS. So Here he comes. He's the one holding everybody. No, he's holding the one behind everybody. that one. Tasmania. Oh, yeah. There is the word Tasmania on the back fence. Very good attention to detail there. Yeah. And uh, we need to find out if an Australian or New Zealander is driving. An Australian car. actually just won the Indy Pro 2000. Race. That's correct. Um very diverse. Somebody in this field is from Moscow, and his name is Nikita something. Nikita Mazepin? So, no, it's not Mazepin, but that's what I was getting at. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, they just, if, if you're into racing and you're from Russia, they name you Nikita. Nikita, Nikita Mazepin. They send yeah. you out into the world <laughs> to block everybody <laughs> to, uh, and sexually assault down. people. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know if it was too edgy or not, but on our uh, End of the Apex Mad Sim Racing Twitter, uh, we obviously I was wa- we were watching F1 qualifying in Austria. And watching the Max Verstappen mania, the Dutch fans, and uh, so we fired out a tweet, or I did, let's say. It's going to lose us some sponsors. I we're we're yeah, going to get canceled. Uh, I put out a, a tweet. Uh, it said that uh, meanwhile in the Nikita Mazepin grandstand, and it was a picture of Bill Cosby giving a peace sign after he got released from prison this past week. <laughs> it's a little bit too soon. I um, mean, he just got released. Apparently, yeah. I mean, he's a free man. So when's he going to be doing? Let's jello? not get into that. He's going to be doing Jello commercials. Let's. <laughs> At the Super Bowl, I always said that it's would ballsy. be a ballsy move for Jello to put him. Yeah, in we're not going to get into that, but I did fire that off, and I'm I'm proud of that. I'm happy with that. That's you, funny. You got no likes. If, if you're not laughing, if you're not laughing at that, just lighten up a little bit. Just lighten up a little. Or bit. Or your yeah, 
Or you're crying. It's fun at that. It's hilarious. But anyway, um, I think we're back green. I, I hear some. Uh, yeah, I hear. It might be. Yeah, it might have been a quick strong. one. So good. Nobody got too messed up if they're back under green. Be these, wrapping these, up here. These sprint races. I'm impressed with how these. Yeah, here we go. The uh, let's listen. A little bit of overtake in there. I'm impressed with how quickly these sprints are moving in the IndyCar Road to Pro, or yeah, the Road to Pro basically. Uh, we arrived trackside, they had the uh, USFs going already. That wrapped up real quick, uh, and without missing a beat, I mean, I feel like they were gritting and getting the pace lap going just as they were doing the podium. Yeah, uh, they are flying through these support races, and they're not very long, they're all under an hour. Well, this is a pretty long race. It's 35 laps, and I think we're only on 17. Oh, yeah. So this, and they're not getting around that fast. Race. So, I mean, it's this will take us about to l close to lunch break, and then yep. the any, any race will start. And there's only about a 40-minute break uh, between the end of this and driver introductions and whatnot, and then the actual start of the IndyCar race. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to roll fast, but that's, that's the way it's supposed to be. If you had too much yeah. downtime, I mean, what would you do? You'd have a it's Fourth of July. You'd have your breakfast beers. Yeah, whatever people well, we've do. We've already outdoors. gone there. Um, yeah, it's Fourth of July. So, <laughs> did, did we mention that on the podcast? Why did we have Fourth a, of July? Why did we not have a patriotic opening to the show? I don't know. We'd probably uh, have to pay the government to, to play patriotic <laughs> music. Jesus. How, how more American can you get? Uh, that's right. And it's oh oh, some. we got an overtake going on going into. He's got it. No, they're still no, side by not. side, and he's going to have the preferred line. I will say the elevation here into this little uh, this little roller coaster type area is interesting. The change of elevation you don't yeah you you're going to have to walk down there and watch. Some, yeah, I some want to. You, right you don't actually get a sense of that on iRacing how the elevation. Well, changes. isn't that what I said at Watkins Glen? I don't know if you heard it. Is, it. Yeah, but but uh, and I don't know. So you're a VR guy. I'm a 2D screen guy. So like I said, I'm 2D no matter what. I mean, you get a sense of it, but it's hard to it's not, to still yeah. tell. So you it's see that tell. here. So you can speak to that here at mid ohio you're you're looking right now at the at the hills and then the kind of the corkscrew deal well let me let me put a caveat there if if on iRacing racing you move the camera around and adjust like if i tried to move the perspective of the camera and iRacing racing to where we're standing right now it would look kind of similar i mean it's obviously on VR? The graphics on iRacing racing on and vr the trees or what just in general if you moved to this point of view you're going to get the same tub to topography because they laser scanned it but it's still going to be just slightly different i mean obviously it's not the same as in real life and the graphics in iRacing as far as the scenery are not as nice as some so it's not as it doesn't feel as alive obviously not a massive field in the indy pro lights i suppose it's always yeah. fascinating at the resources that you look at each car going by especially in the support series you think of all the resources that go into that, and you just wonder what, what the foundation of that is as you're walking through the paddock. It's like a lot of money. What what rich bastard is, is making this happen for these guys? Like, uh, I think I was a bit naive over the years as a motorsport fan as to the whole pay to pay for your seat situation. You well, like to think well, everybody. In sports car racing, you like yeah. to think everybody gets in on just just raw talent. Everybody's just some poor kid in in the middle of Iowa. Well, in this type of gets series, located. Yes. In this type of series, I mean, in a way, it's, if you're a single-seater and it's the only yeah. one you're going to be driving the race, I mean, I mean well, you got to have talent. It, it kind of depresses me in a way because then I, I sit and I think and I'm like, our favorite, like a Hall of Fame driver, it's like, is is that the best driver in the world or is that the best wealthy driver? In the I don't know. World? Is that the, is that the fastest know. rich person on the planet? I mean, you have. Is there is there somewhere in rural Iowa? 
<laughs> rural mid Ohio. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That's the you just got to the core of it. Am I? Do I have untapped talent? Am I the best driver in the world? And I just don't. Have I'm, I'm going to go ahead out? and answer that for you. The answer to that question is no. It's not you. What if, what if it's you? It never was you. What if you're the best driver on this planet and you just are too low income to figure that out? Isn't that, isn't that a sad state of affairs? Oh yeah, you could do that with anything. <laughs> That's the case. I'm, but the, I'm like, the best but baseball player. Look at player. like baseball, football. You can, any old high school kid can try out for the team and find out they're really good and get drafted. And, well, you, and I mean, if you never yeah. try, you could you could just always tell yourself that. I guess Jimmy Broadbent can be our inspiration. Yeah, I mean, the I, guy I that was just on that. the guy that was on Sims and and now he drives for Praga. And I mean, he's just not. He the was same. just driving an uh, uh, old vintage F1 car. What a dream! Couldn't oh, that happen yeah. to any of us? No, it could not. Right, Rob, you out there, Rob Gugar? You can do this. You're untapped. Rob, it's not going to happen. Talent. It's never Patrick, going to happen. Patrick, un- untapped Patrick, professional talent. Patrick, don't quit your job. Patrick's listening to this, and he just put in his two weeks' notice. Jesus, Jesus. He he didn't. Nobody ever told him, and now I'm telling him. So we're getting towards the end of the Cindy Pro race. Cindy lights. Yeah, we go. A bit spread out now. There goes your Blundstone mobile. Go find his hauler and find some merchandise. <laughs> They've given away boots. Probably. It's an interesting, it really is an interesting sponsor for a support series, even though it's the next in line series for the IndyCar. Right. I mean, a lot of these guys are going to be in IndyCars at some point, you would imagine. Not all of them, perhaps, but I mean, we're looking at the tr- basically the trip. We watched single A, double A, and this is now the triple A. That's basically how it right. is. It's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, it's a very cool place to watch right here. Yeah, we're at right at the braking area, so it's not super loud. They're, they break. I mean, these cars, you imagine, they can break pretty late. We're actually, to give you a reference, we're right at the 300 marker in the braking zone is where we're located. Definitely more of a crowd for the IndyCar uh, race day than I did have for the IMSA race day for the main events. Uh, but really, road. I mean, the support series, I don't, in NASCAR, they don't have, I mean, obviously you just have, you know, trucks, Xfinity, Cup, and that might be it. Uh, but it's an interesting concept to have support races throughout the day or the morning. Get pe- get the butts in the seat, get them start buying stuff. Make a little extra money, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I like that they do it Economically, the yeah. I mean, like you said, with NASCAR, it's all kind of scattered around. The races are a little bit longer. Yeah, as but, always, it's a festival. But I like how it's tiered so you can come in the morning and you're here and racing's going on around you. Because I, if you just came here for the IndyCar race, I feel like you, there's, I mean, it's a 200-mile race. It's yeah. not that long. No, it's not. So, I mean, you're not going to get the full thing. You're not going to get your money's worth. I think you will get your money's worth, but it's a little higher end in some cases. Right. It's certainly more expensive than Enzo. But it's a, I, I mean, you're going to be, I'm interested to hear your take after you see the IndyCars for the first time on a track. Yeah, I mean, it's. And we need to get you to the Indy 500. Oh, next year, bucket, I'm sure. Bucket list. Yeah, you next, got, next you, year, I would you, hope. You just got to figure it out. That, that'll probably be the first race I do after 24 hours of Daytona. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, most likely. Well, I'll probably be back at Mid-Ohio, I would imagine. But, yeah. Um, it, that's bucket list. I mean, you. Right. I can't get into that enough, but uh, it really gets you in the IndyCar. So you're, you're going to be an annual Indy 500 attendee. I don't know about that. It is, it's a lot, of, a lot of stuff goes into it, but, I mean, I, I can't imagine never going again, certainly, you know. So we got, I think, 18 or 19 laps done, and there's 35 laps. So. Yeah, it's not it's not super short. Had that full course caution. 
good weather up here. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Not humid in this, uh, in this region at this point. We were worried about storms and rain up here. Uh, and we, we got quite a bit lucky. Uh, it's been quite the weekend for the end of the Apex crew in Ohio. Uh, coming off of the Watkins Glen weekend. I think we're gonna. I think this will. We're gonna wrap up here for the Indy Lights. Um, maybe we'll get some more during the break, but I think we're gonna go walk around a little bit. I think one thing we're gonna do. So I've told the story about Aaron McLaren views set up at Indy 500. That is here. That's here at Mid Ohio. The same exact hospitality um, area. So I think we might try to go tell them that we smoke again and lie. Oh and boy. Get some Are we gonna get a burnt rubber. Uh, yeah, you will. And get you'll get some Aaron McLaren sunglasses. But you have Depends on how long the to line get is. in, remember, to get in, you have to tell them that you use tobacco. Not used to. You have to tell them that you use tobacco. I think they're going to catch us this time. Because your skin doesn't look like a Blundstone boot that's not exactly. been oiled. Exactly. It looks like a dry boot. <laughs> um, so we're going to try that. And the only re there's only one reason to go up there, and that's because they have motion rigs with Formula Fanatec wheels. That's it. That's the only reason to go back. With no force feedback. Well, we'll have to test that, but no, we didn't feel any real Ask force Ask them to turn it all the way up. <laughs> tell them we're not amateurs. And it's not iRacing that they use. Yeah, so. tell them we're not amateurs. So we spent a good 30 minutes here in Indy Lights at the end of the long stretch of Mid-Ohio. Uh, we'll see what we can get into from here. Uh, if not, we'll try to jump on and wrap up after the IndyCar race uh, here on Into the Apex. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market and are designed to keep you safe. Confidence in self meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up, whether it be to work or any event, knowing you look awesome. Roscoe Wheels offer, offers free shipping within Canada and flat rate shipping in the USA. Find your new look today at roscoewheels.com. This episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post-race. Find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online at badweatherbrewery.com.
back at Mid-Ohio. The Honda Indy 200 has wrapped up, and uh, Joseph Newgarden finally got a win that that he was basically deserved the last couple races, uh, specifically on the road courses. Uh, Team Penske, their first win of the year, and Newgarden, a well-deserved win. Uh, And he almost gave it away towards the end. I'm sure everybody's seen it by now. Uh, Marcus Erickson... Uh, just about got to him. I, we heard on the uh, Jumbotron, we heard his post-race interview, and he talked about how the car seemed to be going away on the long run, uh, and that was noticeable. It, it got a little bit tense as a spectator uh, the last, I would say, five laps uh, because we were watching Erickson every time he would go by a little bit closer, a little bit closer, and I think if if that had had one or two more laps for sure, uh, Erickson would have been on him, and it seems like he couldn't have held him off. Yeah, I mean, it was, like you said, you could definitely tell the gap was being reduced there. Something was going on with his with uh, Newgarden's car. Um, not a lot of close racing during the race. The beginning had a lot of, a couple of incidents, quick cautions, and then everything else was green the rest of the way. Um, and the car's got some good gaps, even through the pit cycle. Uh, during the last portion of the race, you saw quite a few guys, um, Graham Rahal, I think Alexander Rossi, uh, Roman Grosjean and some yeah, of those kind of yeah they kind of yeah they kind of grouped up um, and there were some opportunities there but nothing really came of any of that that I could see I was paying attention to that mostly yeah Colton Herta was in that group uh, late in the race and he actually fell back to finish 13th a disappointing day for Herta he started second had a from what we could tell being at the track he had a very bad pit stop uh, it seemed like he stalled or something happened uh, so he kind of threw away a podium that probably should have happened that allowed Alex Pelot to jump in there, as well as Marcus Erickson. Uh, from the track, it was really Newgarden versus Erickson. Uh, as we kind of sat and waited several beats, uh, we were sitting uh, watching the race from turn one to the right uh, on the other side of the, of the uh, pedestrian bridge. Uh, so uh, as same with IMSA, when I was there, the cars were just emerged from under the footbridge uh, or from out of pit road, and that's you would just kind of wait a few beats to see who was coming up next. Uh, Erickson was getting closer to Newgarden. Meanwhile, Pillow uh, was quite a ways back. Uh, Erickson and Newgarden would be well through the keyhole and down the long straight uh, before Pillow even emerged from the bridge. So there was really, I mean, that, that third place was, uh, Dixon might, maybe could have chased him down or gotten up there, but uh, first and second, they were in their own territory up there. Um, but interesting, I mean, we, we really thought for a second, I think you said you thought um, that Newgarden and Penske might, have another one you know throw it away basically after leading almost the whole race and something happened towards the end yeah i mean it was a challenging race uh in that it was hot out there um during the latter part of the we've been hotter but it wasn't yeah but it's not been too hot yeah but i mean that long green run all the way through i mean that's that's challenging on the driver and the machinery so i mean you if something's going to break that's the time for it to break yeah, we, we thought the tone of the whole thing was at the beginning when we couldn't get a lap of green in. It felt very much like an iRacing lower split race. Uh, lap one through the, the tight corners there. Uh, Rosenquist, uh, will, well, Willpower was later. Uh, Rosenquist, uh, Ryan Hunter Ray, uh, and somebody else had their issues right immediately to a full course caution. Then a restart, single file, and they go down, and uh, that's when Willpower and uh, it was Ed Jones uh, had that impact and we were watching on the tv screen uh waiting for them all to come around and we saw i was th- seeing that as it happened thinking that's a cloud of smoke and you can't even see the car from the tv uh camera footage yeah it's it's interesting and 
just a, I mean, change, changing totally from <laughs> that, there. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know if I, I don't know if I saw that to be honest. With I, you. you may not have been watching as it happened, but uh, you could almost see it coming because you couldn't see the willpower. And then another car, uh, I believe it was willpower spinning, or was it? Oh, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah. was probably the worst. It was only the second of, the of two cautions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you forget that? I know. I, I was confused <laughs> with the two. Um, no, I wanted to point out uh, while we're looking at the finishing. Uh, the results here, uh, good on Roman Grosjean. For he was up there all day. Seven. He was up there all day. He was the up there 10. all day. But, I mean, good on him. Graham Rahal, a good showing for him in the sixth. In sixth. He um, climbed up there, too, Rahal. I oh, he did. He was he was on the move up until a certain point. He could not break it. It would be interesting five. if they had had cautions throughout the later parts of the race. He, he to see what would. Grosjean could have done. Award. He had something for, for Alexander Rossi and... Maybe yeah. Scott Dixon, I think, even. Yeah, Dixon was just hanging. He was just up there. He wasn't really having any issues. He was kind of chasing the podium guys if something went wrong. Uh, wasn't really, I don't, as I recall, he wasn't really challenging here, uh, Alex Pillow. Uh, so not a lot. Of, I mean, the interesting uh, parts of the front part of the pack happened in the last five laps. And, and it, it got everybody on the edge of their seat, which was necessary. Uh, we didn't have a lot of uh, close restarts uh, throughout the race. Uh, and the race ultimately went pretty quickly as a spectator, which I don't have a problem with. Uh, the day the day as a spectator, uh, somebody visiting the track for all the support races and everything, everything was at a rocket pace compared to IMSA yeah, or GT I was, America. I was about to comment on that. After coming from VIR, which, I mean, the turnover there was quick, but, I I mean, you, you get out of your seat to go use the bathroom, and before you know it, they're starting the next yeah. uh, next. Series. Yeah, Indy Pro 2000s are already out there. Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly quick turnover, but they're trying to fit all those races into one morning, basically, to lunchtime. Yeah, and be done by two. Well, the stadium super trucks went out after the IndyCar race, but we didn't. We weren't too interested in that. No, it didn't look. Maybe that was a mistake, but we just weren't interested in that. Um, And I guess to follow up on the first half, uh, so we made the bet. We took bets on what lap Jimmy Johnson would self-spend. And uh, we both lost that bet because he did not He didn't finish well. Uh, but that's just been the way it's going for him. But he did not spin. Uh, and I, I didn't see him run off track, but we weren't watching the TV screen. I, di- I didn't see it. I know he – I'm sure they were playing some sort of strategy game because during the first two cautions, he was in pit road at least two or three times. Um, I don't know if he ran over some yeah, carbon fiber or if he did. was trying to put some extra fuel in. He was doing something different. I mean, obviously I think it was not, fuel. Yeah, I mean, they're not concerned about points or anything like that. So, I mean, he's just trying to learn. Yeah, he's just doing the road races and – uh, also, rumors that he was going. He's uh, preparing for the Indy 500, uh, so I think at some point he'll get to the ovals. But right now, of course, Tony Kanaan's doing the the very few oval races. I think what there's only Gateway uh, that's net, is, is left. So I assume Tony Kanaan is in for that one. Uh, and other than that, it's uh, road courses and street circuits, uh, pretty much. And the next race is 34 days out. Uh, the streets of Nashville for IndyCar, and they'll be there with Trans Am and uh, GT. Uh, America, actually, that would be one to go see. That would be a great uh, one. To I've go see. really looked into it, but I think it's we our budget's a bit stretched on the road, and we may possibly be in Indianapolis in early August. Just to tease well, that, you maybe maybe yeah, we'll see. It could be three trips to Indianapolis this year, but that remains to be determined. Um, some points that we saw as we were going around, so. Uh, what did the audience draw for uh, IndyCar? I think we commented uh, during the Indy uh, Pro or uh, uh, Indy Lights uh, series uh, that the, that the uh, turnout for Mid Ohio was massive. And actually, somebody, uh, a gentleman with uh, approximately two teeth, 
uh, wearing a button-up shirt from the old cart days and a Meyershank racing hat uh, and holding a really... I was really, wondering what he was telling Yeah, you. he was holding a really yeah. large glass bottle of alcohol, which aren't you're not allowed to have glass bottles of alcohol in mid-Ohio, but anyhow, uh, he came up to me because I had a Meyershank thing on um, and was just talking to me about... Uh, he said I, he's been coming here forever, and I assume that means probably based on his appearance in the 70s uh, during the early stages of the meth addiction. And uh, he, he, he was telling me that he was saying that it's, it's, the fir- it's the largest crowd he's seen at Mid-Ohio in years. And it was a big crowd. It was bigger than the Emser race. Yeah, I mean. But he talked to me a lot more about all kinds of things, and I just laughed. At I mean, I, I have no comparison, but I mean. I guess you could look back on the calendar and try to do the, figure it out. Was this the first one that happened to land on the, the Sunday? That's the Fourth of July. Yeah, I'd have to do my homework. I don't. On that I one. don't know enough about IndyCar scheduling and whether that was intentional or it just happened this year. But uh, I mean, I would agree that it was a huge crowd where we were uh, coming out of Turn One. Um, that was it. That was, was there busy. Was, well, there was, was a lot busy. of people there, but you could walk through. We were going through the. I guess you would call it the. Is it the roller coaster or something like that <laughs> it seems like a roller coaster yeah whatever Let's it is there coming off of the back straight we, we don't we need to memorize bit. that um and we were going to walk down the fence line as far as we could go and when we got to actually where he was i started looking out and you, you mentioned hey let's walk down a little further and i said no there's actually so many people there in chairs you can't walk yeah that's that's the busy part and i would say uh next year or maybe at the indy lights uh, when they finish out their season in october or so uh, I'll check out that portion watching from that area and let you know as a spectator. I mean, it was more interesting there where we were. I mean, really, you just got to see. But like a, I said, in a, the first half, it's slower there. It is. It's slower than you, that's that's what you want to watch. But that is the two cautions we had did happen there. Well, that's that's where everything. That's, that's a good mistakes. passing zone. All of those spots and the elevation change there where we were. You could see the side of the car briefly and then you're just looking at the back as it accelerates up that stretch. Um, there you see them coming into the braking zone. You see them coming through the corner and then down the round and down the hill and into the uh, Thunder Ro- Thunder Valley, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's uh, not a big track. No, it's not. We should have that memorized by now. Maybe next year. Uh, good spot to take photos too. That um, that little part of the track. Yeah, there's sections without a fence. So you, I mean, you, that's the closest you could get to the cars. Um, yeah, that, that I believe so. Find. I mean, yeah. that's as close as you could stand. To where the cars are going so that's uh, that's the best place, other things that we saw getting the lay of the land uh out here uh so uh what are we seeing with so big big giant crowd what are we seeing among the crowd uh well one uh it's no surprise jimmy johnson obviously draws a, a crowd of his own uh, i'm i'm be interested to just magically know the number of additional fans that come out to watch jimmy johnson even though he doesn't perform very well at the moment uh, I hope he sticks with it because it's interesting to have him a part of it uh, because obviously there are probably people at that track that very probably don't know anybody out there other than him and, and they're there for and there could be people that don't follow that didn't follow IndyCar on the flip side and they only really know of uh, say Roman Grosjean or uh, possibly I mean, Marcus Erickson or the F1 people I mean you saw um, we saw some Red Bull at Formula One shirts, you see some uh, NASCAR shirts. You see a lot of IMSA gear, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship it's a gear. It's a festival. It's, it is a festival of racing. You see, in an Indy car, th- this being my first Indy car race. I mean, mm-hmm. um, coming from NASCAR, you don't see that mix in NASCAR. At NASCAR, everyone's there for NASCAR, and you don't see the mix of of shirts and hats and 
you know, it's it's one type of racing fan versus open wheel cars. You get people from Formula One. Or road racing. IMSA racing, yeah. Road racing in general, yeah, yeah. You have to be a fan of that. People that like the local short track oval races are not the same people that like road racing. Well, I think Bruce Perry would argue about that. I know. Well, not I, all I, hear, I hear Bruce out yeah. there saying, excuse me. So I, not I go, all I, I go not to all I go to the six hours of the Glen and then I go to Eldora. That's Bruce. Well, go go down to your local short track <laughs> and start saying Lama yeah, and Le see Le how Mans. many people have no it's idea what you're talking about. It's Le Mans. We had somebody on our yeah. teammate from Georgia who called it Le Mans nonstop. Go down even to the we uh, were it properly. Go down to the dirt track where they're racing lawnmowers and start talking about uh, Nurburgring. <laughs> Is that something that goes around your toilet? <laughs> you're gonna get some <laughs> looks. <laughs> Nerva ring. Yeah, it sounds like a, a contraception. Um, <laughs> um, so we saw a lot of, I mean, for these two guys to be new this year, we saw a ton of Jimmy Johnson uh, Carvana gear. So people are buying that stuff. The Obviously, they had it all on sale in the IndyCar uh, shop on site. Uh, we saw a lot of Jimmy Johnson equip, uh, material. And we saw I saw a lot of Roman Grosjean uh, jerseys out there. I did see some of those, yeah. And I would be a, I like Grosjean. I liked him on Haas, uh, and I could jump on his bandwagon. I but, think I think everybody's is jumping on it after but, after the Bahrain crash, uh, and anybody that caught on and, and got into it through the popular culture, the F1 series on Netflix, where they dragged. I don't know if you've, you probably haven't seen that. Uh, they dragged it out that fiery wreck uh, that took like seconds. And they dragged it out to like a 10-minute segment of just nonstop. And they make it basically, they edit it. Looks like he was in the flames for 10 minutes and miraculously survived. I mean, it was bad and it was miraculous, but it's not. it wasn't what they made it look like on the show. But anyhow, uh, I I would get his jersey. Um, I really like the IndyCar jerseys. I would honestly like to have one of each uh, because that's just the kind of people that we are. Uh, you but have a collection. That's right. Uh, I've got a Meyer Shank one. That's what I was donning today, and I'm just going to stick with that for now. But I would get—I would have gotten a Grosjean jersey, uh, but I can't—I don't like that it's a medicine. I don't want to wear gear that's a medicine. Do you know what kind of medicine? Nurtec, and I don't know. Can we look it up? Nurtec. It sounds like a heartburn medicine, uh, but I wouldn't want to—I wouldn't want to walk. I mean, why would somebody that doesn't understand it, like, what, is that guy just walk by with a, a shirt with a medicine prescription brand name on the front of it? Or a hat with a prescription brand on the front, like it, it's uh, for make migraines, sense. actually. <laughs> and we get migraines, so we should be wearing that. We should probably be taking that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that just seems like an odd thing to wear. I mean, I get a good pharmaceutical company is a good sponsor, probably financially, uh, but I wouldn't want to wear a shirt that's that's looks like the you know I'm, I just left CVS and I'm a spokesman. It just is, is an odd sponsor. Uh, at some point, there's an aesthetic. You you could like the driver all you want. Uh, honestly, I like the paint scheme on his car. It was like a matte, purple. matte light purple. It was yeah. very noticeable. I don't have a problem with that, but the the medicine name. Sure. It's, it's kind of awkward to put on a yeah. sports shirt. Sometimes the sponsor just needs to be cool. Yeah, well, I mean, even still, I mean, some it just depends. Like Red Bull has a, the perfect marketing. Because You're, everyone you like Graham Rahal. Them. Yeah, and it's but United. You, but you, and I, I told and you, you like Graham Rahal. This is your chance. You're at the shop. You're not going to have to pay shipping. Get a Graham Rahal jersey. And what did you say? I don't want to wear a rental company shirt. Well, they also well, today he was doing the fifth, third bank. That yeah. would have been better. A bank. Because I think they do golf as well. <laughs> so 
sponsor golf tournaments and things. Let's uh, that that's an like interesting PNC thing. Bank What's whatever. the coolest sponsor jersey that you saw today out there? I think Sirius XM for IndyCar. Auto the Meyer Shank one stands out. It's it does. very sharp with that purple, that yes, light purple. I and like black. the Sirius XM logo. I like right. the uh, Auto Nation. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, you got the Menards Paginal, the Napa Rossi. Yeah. Car- um, Carvana car look actually really good. Jimmy Johnson's car. Yeah, it does. Um, the uh, God, I need to look at pictures of IndyCars. <laughs> We'll get you a uh, oh the Arrow McLarens I think Arrow yeah I didn't know fuse, what Arrow yeah. was I didn't know what Arrow was but the Arrow McLaren design is is probably one of the sharper ones out there and Arrow I mean that could be anything uh, so even though it's I know it's electronics um, this is very a big vanity discussion but it, it's let's be real I'm, I mean a lot of people may make those choices of what they like based on the appearance that's why they have they pay the designers to design these things. You want your everything to look good. I just uh, read or heard that Aston Martin in F1 uh, wanted to redesign or, or change, do something to the words Aston Martin on the F1 car to make it more noticeable on TV. So that tells you all you need to know right there. It's what it's part of the game. It's what they're trying to do. Yeah, I don't see any other other ones that stand out. I mean, they look nice, but yeah, I think uh, Meyer Shank's car looks stands out and looks good. There you go, um, Mike Shank. If you're listening. Yeah, I liked Roman Grosjean's color scheme. Um, and I like Graham, I mean, Graham Rahal's car looked nice. <laughs> looked nice. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Bradley just pulled up the AutoNation IndyCar. Uh, what did you think of uh, seeing the IndyCars in person? You saw one up close on display. You saw the Aero McLaren in the Aero McLaren hospitality um, area. And then you saw them on the track. What what did you think of the arrow screen? Um, your first impressions of that, since you're just now seeing it. Uh, Cody, Jerry, and I obviously uh, gave our impressions, and we had no, we liked it. We had no problem with it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I, w- I wouldn't want it to go anywhere. Yeah, Don't I mean, I, I compared it to uh, kind of like the prototype. It reminds me of a, of, of a prototype with an open top in a way and less body work. Yeah. Um, I think it looks good. Um, I liked the – I really actually liked, surprisingly, like the Indy Lights. Um and the halo, it kind of gave it yeah, a cool like, F1 like we vibe. Said, yeah, yeah. We those just, cars as we were just good. watching them, you know, a bit ago. But um, yeah, that, that was that was an interesting series as well. Um, makes you want to see F1 and all those support series. It's the most open wheel racing that we've ever seen. That's true. Believe. That is true. I mean, I saw the Indy 500, and we're we're it, immediately qualified to talk about that's it. That's right. We're, well, no, we're given our. This is our our observations. This is our temperature taking. We're taking the temperature. <laughs> Of all this, <laughs> um, and seeing and watching some of the future drivers in Road to Indy, that's interesting. Yeah, I would follow that. I mean, I the, in the way that you are with Formula One. I mean, I enjoy it. You got I've, I've started Formula watching it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I appreciate the the teams and the work that goes into it, um, and how big it is. And I will continue to watch it and enjoy it. This year's good. For it F1. is good. The races have been good. The strategy thing interests me. It's like a game of chess. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the way that you're into Formula One, um, I really want to. I think I could get into IndyCar because mm-hmm. I already have an idea of who's in it. I know the names. I recognize the drivers, the teams. You just haven't made it appointment television, right? And there's a lot of IMSA IndyCar crossover that I like. So, and, and I know you make IMSA appointment television. I do, yeah. And so, there's a lot of crossover with teams yeah. and drivers. So I mean, it works perfectly. They're they're my, they're basically companion series of each other, even yeah. though even though. IMSA is owned by NASCAR. It's totally different. They they work very well together. Other than you don't see the prototypes on a full oval. 
Well, right. Although that yeah. would be interesting. It would be. It would be interesting. See uh, multi-class racing on at Talladega, with no with no chicanes or anything. It'd be interesting. Interesting concept. It's going to happen at Charlotte Motor Speedway one day. They've they've got every gimmick in the book. They'll take, take they'll, the oval away. They'll overuse the oval, or we're going to change it up and go back to just oval. They're going to put them on the uh, Legends oval. <laughs> um. What else? What else did we see out there? Uh, I think just the main, the, the crowds, uh, who they were representing. A lot of Ray Hall fans I saw. I mean, he obviously there's an Ohio connection. A lot of Meyer Shank Racing. Obviously, they're based out of Columbus, Ohio, so there's a big connection there. Um, some Pinsky uh, scattered I saw in there. Some Scott Dixon, Scott Dixon, Dixon stuff. Okay. Yeah, he's. Been, I mean, he's been around forever, like Will Power. Uh, I mean, know. we're in an IndyCar race. You're going to see a little bit every. I, I yeah. would say the majority of what I saw was Meyer Shank. To be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Jimmy Johnson and Meyer. I mean, Shank it's easier to identify, so I could have missed, but I saw a lot of Meyer some, Shank stuff. Some Alio stuff from the 500. They're already cashing in on that in the IndyCar team uh, shop. Um, yeah, a lot of that out there. Uh, and those, those, that gear looks good. Uh, you got to enjoy the gear when you're at these places. It's yeah. I mean, part I of it is looking through all this stuff. Uh, it's funny. I've been to so on the road so much with the show here that uh, the same vendors are everywhere. I've seen I've been to some of these vendors shops every two weeks. Uh, same guys were at Watkins Glen last week. A couple of them. We need to set up a table. Apparently, some of these. Uh, I wonder how you would get like. I know I know some of these that. guys' inventory now better than probably they do. I've picked through it. It's <laughs> probably four times a weekend, uh, and mull it over. And you bought something every single time. Something a lot of stickers. Well, yeah, those stickers. are the cheap things. It's something you can right, grab yeah. and it's your souvenir. It's like I gotta get something, so you. You tied yourself over with stickers, and you run out of places to put them. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, IndyCar Mid Ohio. That's a wrap on that, uh, and we're gonna get back to some of our regular routine stuff each week and uh, reconvene. That's it for July. That's it for June. We've we've had a very busy beginning of the summer. It's gonna quiet down until August, uh, I believe. Uh, if not uh, half of our road show uh, at piece of our road show will be going will definitely be in indianapolis in august uh for the xfinity indycar doubleheader and pop and the uh, nascar sunday uh so we're going to have a presence at the brickyard again uh possibly coming up uh some gt america race uh, races through the fall indianapolis in october petite Le Mans in november daytona in january possibly another trip to vir for part of our road show uh, for the IMSA GT uh, sessions there. And uh, the rest remains to be seen. Also, possibly, uh, and we'll tease it, uh, there's more details to be worked out, but possibly an Eldora trip uh, here at the far reaches of Ohio uh, for the world um, races there. What, world of Outlaws? Yeah, uh, no, World 100 or something. Bruce, uh, uh, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't know much there's about that. There's details to be determined, but I think it's highly likely we hit the road in, in the fall, early fall for Eldora uh, for the first time for some of us. So stay, stay tuned for that. Uh, but that's it for IndyCar for now from Mid-Ohio Speedway. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com. 